This is a clip from my guest appearance on Inquiries of Our Reality podcast. You can access the entire episode on all podcast platforms or click the link in the description. I'm glad that you bring up the psychedelic topic because this is personally one of my favorite topics. So I got a couple of stories I want to share with you. So for sure. I was a big alcoholic for a while, right? And my way of getting off of it was I've always heard these stories about people trying like LSD and stuff like that. So I, I go through a bunch of stuff. I almost lose my family. Um, and I'm talking my, 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 my kid, my girlfriend, stuff like that. Also kind of funny. My daughter's name's October and I've never met anybody else named October. <laughs> but uh, so I start trying to do LSD to see if I can kind of get over this hump. And once I started doing LSD, I started experiencing kind of weird things. Like uh, I would close my eyes and then my girlfriend would put up her fingers behind me and stuff. And I'd be able to tell what finger she had up, almost like you have some kind of extra senses that you don't normally have. And so I started going down this psychedelic rabbit hole journey. And um, <clears throat> I, uh, I, I remember seeing one time that I looked up into the sky and almost saw like a grid pattern in the sky, which was also kind of a strange thing to me. And I always had this thing where I always felt like there's something kind of like around watching me, but I couldn't quite figure out what it was. So from that, I was like, all right, I kind of want to see other psychedelics to kind of figure out you know, if I can get a different perspective on what these things might be. So then I uh, get some mushrooms and I end up eating way too, way too much of them. And I hadn't done them to that extent before. So I kept getting this voice in the back of my head, like kind of like how you were saying, that was pretty much saying like, you didn't understand, you didn't understand. Now you have to deal with this kind of a thing. Like telling, telling me like negative things, basically saying like, I need to understand the mushrooms before I can see what I need to see kind of a concept. So I have the worst, one of the worst experiences, which I, in the end, it kind of turned into a good one, but I go out and I roll two joints. I go outside, I smoke them. I'm just trying to, you know, get the time to, to pass. And it was only like, I don't know, like 15 minutes tops. It was actually two blunts, but it was like 15 minutes. And I rolled these things, smoked both of them and came back in. It was only 15 minutes. And I'm just still hearing this voice in the back of my head. So when the trip's over, I say, all right, they, they were telling me something. I need to learn how to understand these things. So I talked to my one friend who was an amateur mycologist at the time. I started doing a bunch of research myself. Um, I ended up learning how to, how to grow them for myself. And, you know, when that, that time comes, they're ready to go. So I eat them again that time. And I hear, have, I don't want to say the same experience with the same voice in the back of my head, but now it's happy and it's saying like, now you understand, now you can see, now we can show you. And it was again, with the whole feeling like something was watching me from around the corner, but I couldn't quite see it, but it almost felt like they were trying to just kind of see what I would do. And with all of this, I started doing a lot of like character building, uh, correcting myself, like you were saying, get rid getting rid of like childhood trauma, because I have a little, little bit of a long story with my mom, but I don't talk to her now. And that was part of one of those things that psychedelics made me realize is that you don't need toxic people in my in your life because they suck your soul out, essentially. Um so then fast forward a little bit more, um, you know, I'm kind of figuring this stuff out a little bit, but I'm not quite getting all the answers I need. So then I get some DMT trying to, you know, CC it and actually be there. So I haven't gotten to the full extent of it where I've actually like blasted off and fully seen anything. But my last experience with it was, was really weird. So I go to hit it and it's probably just about enough that if I hit any more, I wouldn't have been able to still be standing up and I have a couple cats, so they all are looking in this other direction. So I look in that direction and on my pillow, I start seeing a geometric pattern appear and it kind of swirls. And then the best way to describe it is almost like a, the DMT entities where they look like they're made out of a bunch of different patterns. But the best way I can describe it is 
imagine the art of like the Japanese demons that are very colorful. Um, it kind of had that look to it, but with DMT kind of patterns to it, but it didn't seem like it was anything bad. It seemed like it was trying to show me something, but it appears on the pillow and it does this like come to me kind of motion. And then as it does the second hand gesture, it kind of just fades away and dissipates. So I'm kind of sitting right there right now, but I, I'm on your side with all this kind of stuff that I feel like there's some kind of connection to the other side because I was recently reading something that said that they were experimenting on people that had eaten mushrooms and they realized that rather than having more brain activity like you would expect, you actually have less brain activity, which starts making me question whether the fact that it's some kind of connection that makes you in tune with something else um, because they say that humans can only see, what is it, like one or seven? It was a really low number, one of those two, percent of the light spectrum. So we understand consciousness as like a carbon-based solid thing, not understanding that there's there could be a consciousness that's light-based. And I mean, the like a bunch of religions talk about light-based beings, so I don't see why people see it as such a far-off thing. But honestly, I'm with you. I feel like there's almost like a like a layer over our reality in a sense like bees can see ultraviolet light. And I feel like when we take certain psychedelics or we have these certain meditative connections or anything like that, we can kind of start to see a little bit more of this spectrum. But I, I'm trying to, I, I wish there was something else that it was like in between mushrooms and in between DMT that you could see more within our physical world without being thrown out of your body. Because it's, well, I think, I think ayahuasca is probably what you're you're hitting at there. That's probably one of those. I have not done it yet, but um, I, it, with my experiences, you know, starting with LSD, it's a slight shift in perception. You get a little bit in there. Then mushrooms for me, I would take large doses. So I would get a little bit further into that realm, not necessarily seeing the entities, but definitely seeing them in my mind. If I closed my eyes, I could see them. I could, I could definitely them. hear stuff too. I could see little etheric animal hybrid beings. I could see like tall looking like uh, alien beings, just huge, blue, beautiful, angelic beings. When I close my eyes, I could see them on the mushrooms, but when I open them. No, I could feel, definitely feel them all around me when they would come. Uh, but you were saying you grew the mushrooms and I find this amazing. Whenever I was growing them, I would uh, not only talk to them, I, you know, give, tell them loving things. I would just give them more care, like, you know, give them lots of oxygen and just spend time with them. Uh, and I find that the more I did that during the growing process, the, the better I would feel like the, the more potent they would be and the better experiences I've had, I would have and more like connection with the actual mushrooms I would uh, it, like uh, there was a few times where I had just grown them and I plucked them and they're still wet and just mm -hmm. ate them. And those experiences were so I felt so like a part of the mycelia and I felt like it's very different than when you dry them. Yes. It's more I of felt a what the mushroom would feel like in the ground at times. And just it was it was a very profound experience. And I felt the gratitude from these things for me growing them and you know spending time with them it was very it was crazy i don't know if you could understand but oh yeah i'm i'm very in tune with that too i had a rule that if i was ever in a bad mood i would not step foot in that room i used to talk to them i used to play music for them you know i used to just like take take pictures of them and i was very particular about the fact that like i didn't sell them or anything um but if my close friends wanted to have a spiritual connection of some sort uh you know i'd let them come over and i'd kind of guide them through it but i was very particular about don't disrespect these things because I put a lot of time and love into these things and they don't deserve that. And you're not going to get what you want with it. Cause I had one friend who 
kind of convinced me to like give him some, but I didn't really know his, his intentions. And uh, he pretty much said that him and his girlfriend had like one of the worst. Well, I don't think so much him. It was mainly him having to deal with his girlfriend, but she had like one of the worst experiences she's ever had in her life to the point where he's like, all right, no, I think we're, we're good on these things. And it's like, I told you, dude, you can't disrespect these things. If you take care of them, they'll take care of you. But if you disrespect them, they're, they're going to disrespect you back. Best way to describe it, honestly. Yeah. And it, it totally depends on where the person is in their mental state when they're taking it. Like if they're, if, they, if there's anything bother, I find for me personally, if there's anything bothering me at all, it's going to come up like a thousand fold in that experience, even the smallest thing, like, you know, being late for an appointment earlier. Oh my God, I made that doctor upset with me because I was late for the, you know, you start freaking out about this stuff if you have any worries at all. So there's no telling what kind, what people are bringing into these experiences if they don't, if they aren't aware that once you go to the experience, you're going to have that with you the whole time. And you're going to have there's, like, even if it's the stupidest thing, like you accidentally shut a door on grandma earlier, that's going to come up. And until you deal with the fact that you shut the door on grandma and you work through it emotionally, it's not going away the whole trip. And that's the way it is. Like you have to be sure that what you're going into is what you're bringing into this thing is so positive. You have to clear your mind of all negativity. Cause if not, you're just going to have to work through it during the trip, you know? It's true. They say that I feel like my best description, the best one that I've heard is that like when you take LSD, it's like being inside of a rocket ship where you can throw yourself into each side and you can kind of throw yourself into a different method of thinking. But particularly mushrooms, it's like being strapped to the outside where if you don't give them full control, like you're just going to fuck yourself. That's the best way to describe it. Like if you have a negative emotion, you got to deal with it right then and there. Otherwise, it's it's just going to cast a shadow over everything you're trying to do, because I feel like more so mushrooms than most things is all about is more of a tool and it's all about building yourself and your mind and connecting with the spirit realm or spirit world whatever you'd want to refer to it as where like lsd is a little bit more man created so it's a little bit more like you can kind of sway it a little bit more but yeah mushrooms i I always feel that spiritual connection with mushrooms you're right the lsd didn't quite get me there but it's it's an immediate not what I did with uh, with every experience is that I would call upon my guides to be there with me during the experience, my my angels. And if I did it right, they would be and I would not have any negative effects during the whole thing. All I would feel was profound love and get information from these guys about myself the whole time. Uh, but I find if I forgot to call them in or just hastily went in and took them, it'd just be like a normal trip where I'd work through normal bs you know but if you call upon your spirit guides and you become connected during these experiences uh it's it's a it's a much different experience uh being connected to the other side or to yourself or to your higher self do you uh, have you ever had any visions or anything on psychedelics because before we get into that part i was going to say i've had a couple of visions myself that's kind of made me believe in the possibility of like reincarnation and stuff but uh you yourself have you had any of those kind of experiences um i've had <laughs> I don't know if you'd call them visions, but uh, yeah, uh, there was one where um, I was talking to a psychic friend of mine and she was worried that in the next few months, actually, that California is going to experience a major cataclysm and there, there may be like a tidal wave that affects a large portion of the coast. And she's she's getting these visions about that. And, you know, I hear this from psychics all the time. I interview psychics. I'm like, yeah, I've heard because California is going to be wiped off the map. I know. So I just take it with a grain of salt. And I was just telling her, well, you know, I'm about to do a vision quest here with my mushrooms in a little while. Maybe I'll see. 
but uh, every vision quest, I've never gotten any information about really anything besides myself and my personal journey and what's connected to me. So I didn't, I didn't have any hopes that I would get anything out of this, asking them about a cataclysm in California. But I tried anyway. I was going for a walk with my dogs, and I was under the uh, influence. And I was like, oh, yeah, let me, uh, let me ask my guides, because I was connected to them, talking to them. Let me ask my guides about California. And it was very interesting when I asked them and turned the corner. I mean, I'm, I was in a new neighborhood at the time, didn't know where I was going, just walking around. I knew the basic direction of my house so I could get home, and that was it. Take a right on the street. I don't know where I'm going. And as soon as I turned there, huge dead end sign. And not only that, when I turn, before I even see the dead end sign, I feel like I'm drowning. I feel like water's coming up in my throat. I can't breathe, and I have to turn around from that street. If I turned back, I felt like I was going to drown. And I just asked if California is going to be hit by a tidal wave. So to me, and I, you know, I don't know, I could just be connected to something else. But to me, that was pretty profound. And it makes me wonder that in the near future, is something going to happen in California? I don't know. Um, but other than that, as far as visions, well, I've been taken on a ship before. Um, I was with my guides. And this happened through meditation as well, not just um, mushrooms. This happened twice. The first time was meditation. I was meditating in the tub and I was in contact with my guides, closed my eyes and I was on a ship, beautiful uh, gunmetal gray floors and walls and huge massive windows you could see out into space. And my guides were all around sitting on these little balconies and they were little hybrid animal beings just talking to me, sending me love. Um, and the second time <laughs> I was also taken on that same ship, uh, psychedelics. I was just laying down in a meditative state uh, all of a sudden, I feel the the profound love from all my guides surrounding me and just ask me if you want to go on a trip. Yeah. And then I just feel like all of a sudden I'm taken out of my body and boom, I can see uh, all around me. I'm on the ship just sitting there talking with my guides. Uh, and those were pretty profound experiences. Uh, I guess that's as close as to what you could call visions as, as I've been. I mean, as far as, for, as far as me, um, I have three particular ones, uh, not super long stories, but they're all in mushrooms, of course, too. Um, I, there was one time I went outside during the winter because, you know, on psychedelics, sometimes you just need like a temperature change where if you're in a warm house, you just need to get cold for a minute and just kind of jump back and forth. So I go outside, I put on my coat, um, and I have this thing where I felt like my eyes wanted to pull shut. Like even if I wanted to keep them open, I couldn't keep them open. And when they pulled closed... I was the best way to describe it is from what I could see, because it was, you know, being within the person, it looked like I was in the middle of a field and it was the middle of winter. And I had a couple dogs with me. And from when I look back, the best way to describe it, is it looked like, like there was like a handful of Vikings behind me. And I look at my arms and stuff and it look, I'm wearing like, you know, furs and all that kind of stuff. And then like my eyes pull back and then I'm back to normal and everything's cool. So the second time that this happens, it's maybe like a month or two later, I do them again. Um, I'm, the same person from what I could tell, because like, like the texture of the hands, all that kind of stuff looks the same, but I'm on a Viking ship and I'm in the middle of the middle of the ocean. And it's like just super peaceful middle of the night. I'm just looking over the edges and stuff. This is one, this particular time I was sitting on my couch. I wasn't outside, but it, I guess the same kind of thing where I felt like I got pulled into it and I could see that. And that, that was kind of weird. So then the third time also kind of strange that it makes this connection. And I don't know if it's like a mental connection or if it's, something with the mushrooms in particular, but as you know, like Viking culture, they saw the mushrooms as the fruit of the gods. So there's this particular time that 
I'm assuming I'm the same person. I'm not 100% sure, but the tan texture and all that kind of stuff look the same. Um, I'm in this, like, the best way to describe it is like a little hut, and there's a fire in the middle of it, and there's a handful of people sitting around me, and I have a bowl in my hand, and it's full of mushrooms, and I, I'm, like, going to pass them to people, and then we all go to eat them, and then as I eat the mushroom, I, like, come back to where I was before. So my question is, that I've been thinking about, is one, is it a possibility of reincarnation, because it seems like I end up being the same person every time, or two, is it some type of connection through the mushrooms, almost like the mycelium network is some kind of like database where I'm seeing somebody else's experiences connecting with mushrooms. And then I questioned whether or not I was seeing that for a reason. And if it had to do with something that I needed to do or something that I needed to remember. Um, I mean, as far as that, that was when I, weirdly enough, I actually started doing the things where I started giving my friends them and getting them on spiritual journeys because I kind of saw that as maybe that was what that was trying to tell me was that at some point I did spirit journeys or I was connected to somebody that did spirit journeys so it's like kind of weird. It's like most things in this community that the the more you scratch at it, the deeper it goes. Yeah, um, you, I think you're spot on with, well, the connection is, of course, very profound be, amongst all of us. And I've found this uh, to be especially true whenever I have group experiences under psychedelics. Now, recently, I haven't had many. I tried to with uh, October, my girlfriend, but uh, yeah, of course, that didn't work out. But I haven't had many group experiences lately. But I can go back to a time as a <clears throat> as a teenager, and there have been times where we would all see the same thing at the same time or experience the same thing at the same time or have some kind of telepathy going on. Well, it, I mean, one time I, we all looked over at my friend and he was Mickey Mouse. Like, we all pointed at this. Oh, my God, it's Mickey Mouse. It's like it was crazy. So there is a connection there. And it, 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 it through psychedelics, it becomes more profound or pronounced. But that what that connection is, you know, it's it's anyone's guess. But I always go back to <clears throat> that we are all part of, um, I guess, one individual source or starting point that at some point decided to split off into trillions and bazillions of pieces and experience. And that could possibly be where these past life memories come in, is that at one point we were all just one. We we're all just one source that decided to split off into the universe, into infinite pieces and experience and learn and grow. And there's still some kind of connection between all those pieces. And maybe in some way, all those pieces are trying to get back to, to the same one piece. And that could be what's happening right now with this awakening and, and people coming online. I don't know. I like to think about things like that because uh, those connections are definitely there and how, uh, how profound and how far do these connections go and how much are we a part of each other is that's the big question, right? Yeah. I mean, I've been throwing around this concept and since you like to think in this way, I'm going to throw it at you. I've thrown it at my last couple of guests, just trying to get different perspectives of this. So there's a couple pieces to it, but to start, I'll just go with this. So if we create AI, that means that we would be gods to AI as far as they're concerned, because we're the people that created them. So if you go into like Anunnaki belief and stuff like that, that would mean that the Anunnaki's would have been, or Anunnaki, however the plural is of that, would have been what we perceive as gods, but there would still be something above them. And then there'd be something above that. So then my question goes into where does that chain stop? And if time isn't linear, is it possible that the first thing creates the last thing and it's a continuous cycle? Or is it that consciousness, like you said, because I believe that the meaning of life is experience and experience is, is it that it's almost like the old models and it consciousness is upgrading to the new model? Like there may not be, you know, 
Anunnaki anymore because maybe all of the consciousness transferred into the next, the next type of being. And maybe that's why, you know, that people try to say that, oh, we don't see these things. We're not around. They're not coming here, which I'm kind of on, on the fence, go kind of go both ways, depending on the experience. But maybe it's a possibility because the consciousness transferred into humans now when it used to be something else. That is interesting. And on top of that, it's like we're in some kind of spiritual ecosystem where every entity, everything has its part to play. And it may not be good or bad. You know, say some people th think you automatically think the word succubus is evil, it's bad. Well, it's a demon that sucks on sexual energy or feeds on sexual energy. What if, if that demon wasn't around and that sexual energy would, went unchecked, you know, would you be going around trying to rape everybody all the time? Or did this succubus maybe help out and take some of that energy out? And the same thing with, you know, all these strange unexplained entities that we hear about that may be uh, affecting people in a neck that seemingly affecting people in a negative way are just doing their job on a cosmic scale. And that's the, the role of every entity, whether it's humans, animals, or beings of light, they all have a kind of cosmic role to play uh, in, I guess, evolution of everything. And somehow it's all connected to our consciousness. See, I've been passing around the idea too, that the DMT entities, I hear a lot of stories about people saying that they see them creating universes and doing these different things and creating matter and different things from their speech. It kind of makes me wonder if there's a possibility that maybe those are the things that create everything. And maybe there isn't something before them, but it's a concept that humans don't typically understand is that something could have always been. And maybe it's like, it's right in front of us. And all you have to do is take these psychedelics and that's why they're so illegal. And that's why DMT in particular is like one of the most illegal substances um, is because they know that this connection to this world is literally right in front of us. And we could literally speak to God, so to speak, you know, depending on how you, how you look at that term um, and the creators of us just by stepping to the other side, because it seems like everybody that has the experiences too, they talk about how they're, they, first of all, they look confused that you're there at first. And then they try to bestow knowledge on you and show you things and tell you like not to take life so seriously and just different things. And it's kind of weird too, that I've noticed that almost everybody that talks about these stories, um, they show them something that's related to something that they're intended to do. So a couple of particular stories coming from people that are more famous that people would know is Joe Rogan talks about how he sees the jokers and he's a comedian. So, and then you talk about how Terrence McKenna sees the machine elves and he's more of like a mystic type. So maybe that's what it's showing him. And then, uh, I think, I think it's bright insight is the name of the guy's YouTube channel but he does a bunch of stuff about Egypt. And he was talking about this story where before he even started doing any of that, there was an entity that was showing him like an Egyptian pyramid. So I don't know if they're the ones that are possibly creating reality, that would explain these types of situations happening where it seems like they tell people what they're going to do before they're even doing it. I mean, Joe Rogan, a little bit different, but I have a couple of friends too that um, have smoked DMT and they say that they have kind of fallen into the things that they've shown them. Um, like my one good friend, he, he, he does this thing called happy cultures and he sells like cultures and stuff like that through, uh, Instagram. Um, he's talked about a bunch of experiences where he has like, I don't know how to explain it, like mystic type things happen. And it's kind of funny how he became a person that deals and grows in mushrooms, um, in different cultures. So it's like, he kind of was seeing what he was going to be doing before he even kind of did it, you know? Yeah. The, the, the phenomenon, <laughs> 
which you can consider UFOs, you can consider paranormal, you can consider everything. It's all connected. It's, it seems to be a part of us. It's a part of our consciousness. And it's so personal because everybody's experience, whether it may have similarities, but it's so personal to them and different from other people's experience. It's like to guide them personally. And that adds a, another complete layer of, you know, how these entities can have a connection to everyone, but yet still have such a personal connection to, to individuals. And each individual could have their own completely different experience, maybe with the same being. I don't know. Uh, it was interesting. I was talking to Dr. Gregory Little the other day, and he was talking about a Native American who had experiences, what he calls a little blue people. And he says they're kind of like guardians of reality. They're tricksters. They start out where they try and play tricks on you, trying to, you know, get you confused and, and give you misinformation and lies. But once you get past that element of them and you build their trust, they give you profound cosmic wisdom and help you along the way, which makes me think that, you know, are these all entities part of the same thing, just one massive trickster entity that's trying to get you to grow and learn, maybe starting out by lying to you, telling you BS. But if you sift past it, if you know it's BS and you learn, maybe these beings will give you a little bit more wisdom, a little bit more profound. Uh, and, you know, they could be with you your whole lives. And maybe that's why you start out at a young age, fucking up a lot, making a lot of mistakes. But as you learn, these beings kind of help, help and teach you along the way, you know?